we are in the end game of the U.S. economic cycle. So after 18 months worth of Federal Reserve rate hikes, it seems that at long last, the economic contraction that the Fed has been trying to engineer is at our feet. And the way that we know that is because the yield curve of the U.S. Treasury market, which of course is the largest single asset in the world that isn't a currency, of course, U.S. Treasuries are cash equivalent, the yield curve in that market has inverted. Uh, and of course, now we are in the process of it uninverting. So a yield curve inversion signals extreme policy error, pump the brakes, recession is on the way, and a yield curve uninversion signals that the market expects rate cuts. But the market only expects rate cuts if the Fed is, of course, going to cut rates, and the Fed only cuts rates if something bad is going to happen. So essentially, the market is telling you that it expects something bad is going to happen. But what is going to happen? Well, we'll talk about it up next. This channel is proud to be partnered with River and Foundation Devices. Stay tuned to the video to learn more. So the yield curve is a very important signal for financial markets and basically the market expectations of what is gonna come next. Now, what has happened in recent months is the yield curve, which generally just plots shorter term rates with longer term rates, has inverted, which means that long end rates are lower than front end rates. That shouldn't happen. Of course, longer, the, the further out you invest, you should be compensated more. So when investors are positioning themselves and forcing longer rates lower than, than shorter end rates, uh, it tells you that something is awry. But the real meat and potatoes, the real problem comes when the curve uninverts or front-end rates start coming below long-end rates once again. And that is happening right now. The yield curve is re-steepening at breakneck speed. Uh, the 10-year yield is up by 10, 12, 15 basis points just this week. And that is a huge move. And do you know what happens when the yield curve steepens every single time? Well, I just told you that when the yield curve inverts, it signals the market is pricing in a recession. But when the yield curve uninverts, it tells us that the market is pricing in rate cuts. Hint, what happens next after the yield curve steepens? It's not economic expansion, I can tell you that much. So we invert as growth expectations fall, right? That means long end rates are falling below front end rates. Long end rates generally are the benchmark rate for business investment and things of that nature. And so they're longer term loans. So when long term rates fall, tells you that growth expectations fall because of how closely tied they are to things like longer term business loans. And we uninvert going into rate cuts when people think that front end rates are gonna come down because of course the Fed's policy really only affects those front end rates. And so the process that we're in right now of uninversion tells us that the market expects future rate cuts. Now the Fed cuts rates only in response to something really, really, really bad happening. And so this essentially tells you that the market expects something really bad to happen. Ultimately, bond yield spikes like the current one that we're witnessing in the 10-year U.S. Treasury, they usually break something, okay? Uh, this happened in 2019 when there was cash shortage in the repo market that caused overnight lending rates to spike through the atmosphere. Powell infamously stepped in and pivoted. Central banks always step in when something breaks. Ultimately, financial plumbing is extremely important. And when bond prices drop very sharply, very quickly, that can diminish collateral values and cause loans to topple and get called in throughout the financial system. That can create this huge domino effect of this unwinding of loans in the financial system. And the central bank is usually the one that steps in to quell all of that sell pressure and step in as a buyer of last resort. They did it in 2019, they did it in 2020. And of course, chances are, should we enter a regime like that again, 
they will do it once more. Ultimately, the Fed has two mandates, full employment and stable prices. But at the end of the day, financial stability trumps both of those mandates. Financial stability is the modus operandi for the Fed. It is the uh, number one priority that the Fed has, even if they don't tell you that. So what is broken? The yield curve is telling us that something is breaking. The yield curve is telling us that something bad is about to happen that's going to warrant rate cuts. Well, what is it? Well, it's losses on U.S. Treasuries due to rate hikes. Okay, ultimately, U.S. Treasuries are held by every single player in not just the U.S. financial system, but the global financial system. Okay, and given that, when the Fed hikes interest rates, uh, it influences front-end interest rates up. This includes front-end U.S. Treasury yields. Now, that means existing U.S. Treasuries get devalued. I'm going to introduce you to a little concept called duration. Essentially, as rates go up, which includes U.S. Treasury yields, the price of existing U.S. Treasuries falls. This is called interest rate risk or duration. You can see here bond price and bond yield have an inverse relationship. So as you move down on that graph, as yields go higher, bond prices go lower, which as I said, is bad for collateral values across the system. If you have a loan outstanding against the U.S. Treasury, all of a sudden your collateral value drops below your margin call level. You get margin called. If you can't post more collateral, you have to liquidate. Now, ultimately, that happening in a market as widely used as U.S. Treasuries will cause, cause total financial calamity. And unfortunately, we're inching closer and closer and closer to something like that having to happen. Uh, U.S. Treasuries have been devalued so immensely. The Fed has obviously gone on this uh, huge crusade. Um, it has gone on the most aggressive interest rate hiking campaign in its history, not just in the amount of time it took to go from zero to where we are now, but in the incremental hikes. Usually we only hike in 25 basis point increments or 0.25%. Uh, and it's really kind of out of the ordinary to hike in 50 basis point increments or half a percent. What the Fed has actually done is they've hiked in 75 basis point increments. So nearly a full percent every single meeting. They did that for six or seven consecutive meetings. That's extremely aggressive. And what that has done, it's caught a lot of U.S. Treasury holders off guard. Obviously, the U.S. Treasury market, 22, 23, $25 trillion in size. Again, biggest single asset. What that has caused is $1.398 trillion worth of losses on U.S. Treasuries. This is because of the Fed's hiking cycle. The Fed has raised interest rates. Duration, remember, we just talked about interest rate risk. As yields rise, uh, well, as the Fed raises its policy rate, it influences those front-end yields on existing U.S. Treasuries higher, and that causes losses on existing U.S. Treasuries, right? And it has created $1.398 trillion worth of losses in the U.S. Treasury market. That's very bad. Remember, if banks are forced to sell these, that can create a domino effect of selling throughout the entire, not the U.S., not just the U.S., but the entire global financial system. That is very, very bad. Okay, that creates extreme financial stability. This big hole, this $1.398 trillion hole has created extreme financial stability within the U.S. Treasury market and, of course, the global and U.S. economy. Bitcoin Layer is also brought to you by Foundation Devices, and they have what is called the Passport. The Passport is the Bitcoin hardware wallet that you already know how to use. You guys, we've talked about this for ages now. It has a gorgeous design and a very sleek interface, and it makes it easier than ever to self-custody your Bitcoin. If you've been on the fence about taking your Bitcoin off of exchanges, this one is for you. Of course, several exchanges that offer Bitcoin have turned out to be bankrupt or fraud over the last year. And if you leave your Bitcoin there, it may be gone forever. But with Passport, it just takes a few minutes to set up and you can experience the peace of mind that comes with taking your Bitcoin off the exchange and into your own hands. Go to foundationdevices.com and use code BitcoinLayer for $10 off your Passport or just click the link in the video description. And now back to the video. Banks borrow short and lend long. Okay, that's their business model. And 
they borrow in the form of deposits, right? Uh, you get a very low rate on your deposit. That's because that's the rate that banks are borrowing at. Then they lend to businesses. They create mortgages. Okay, they borrow short. They lend long. Now, they borrow in the form of deposits. And in order to meet withdrawal requests, they need to sell U.S. Treasuries, okay? Um, now, in times where people are fearful of recession, they need cash. Uh, they want to de-risk. They remove their money from banks and go to higher yielding instruments or just sit in cash. So there's been this huge deposit flight. You're obviously aware of the bank runs that have been happening since March. Now, when, of course, they need to sell U.S. Treasuries in order to meet those uh, withdrawal requests, which have been coming in droves and not stopping. But when U.S. Treasuries lose value, like they clearly have, pointing the wrong way, like they clearly have, then they may not have enough dollars to liquidate in order to meet the dollar amount of all the withdrawal requests. And this pushes banks closer to insolvency, right? Uh, ultimately, remember that scene in It's a Wonderful Life uh, where <laughs> George, all of the people are gathering around in the bank and they want all their money. But George is saying, well, no, it's in Janet's house and your, uh, Dave, your money is in Judy's house, right? Ultimately, banks may not during times of bank runs, they don't have all the liquidity they need. And so they need to sell assets. But if the value of their assets has dropped so much, <laughs> like right here, they may not be able to have the dollar amount they need to meet all those withdrawal requests. That pushes banks to insolvency. That's the domino effect that we're talking about. So what are banks doing? Well, A, banks are selling assets to shore up liquidity. They're actually selling these assets and locking in those losses. They sold $166 billion worth of U.S. treasuries and mortgage-backed securities since the March bank runs. But they're also, which of course impairs their liquidity even more. It sucks that liquidity out of the financial system. And this is all due to the Fed's rate hikes. People are opting for higher yielding instruments. That put, puts banks in a very precarious situation. They're not only selling these things, uh, because they have to to meet the deposit uh, withdrawal request, but the value of them is plummeting in real time as rates keep increasing, right? U.S. Treasuries continue to lose value. This is a hole that will only get bigger. Um, but they can also, and they have also gone to the Fed for a handout. Uh, a total of $107.59 billion in emergency loans have been extended to banks through the Fed's BTFP emergency loan program. Again, guys, the yield spike that happened on Wednesday was huge. And that's the kind of yield spike that causes extreme instability in US financial markets. Uh, this BTFP number that you see right here, I keep pointing the wrong way that you see right here, that was updated as of Wednesday's market close. Chances are after the huge yield spike and huge bond devaluation that happened on Wednesday, a lot of banks rushed to the Fed after market close. So this number right here that's been Again, this number right here that's been flat for, I'll get it right eventually, you guys, it's been flat for roughly 16 weeks. Chances are that's going to spike. It's very likely that next week's data will show banks flocking to the Fed to get an emergency loan against their devalued U.S. Treasuries. And by all accounts, as rates stay high and keep climbing, it will get worse. This problem will get worse, and therefore, this will go much, much, much higher creating more financial instability, and ultimately the Fed will step in to fix it. Central banks always step in when something breaks. Financial instability, financial stability, maintaining financial stability always trumps inflation. So you'd better hope that price inflation comes right back down to target before the Fed has to do any kind of intervening measures once again. The yield curve is uninverting. It's telling you something is very wrong that warrants rate cuts, and this is precisely what it is telling you is wrong. The Fed's hiking has created a huge hole in the balance sheets of many U.S. banks. And of course, the most at risk are the regional banks. Ultimately, they have to sell these assets to someone. But when nobody's buying, those banks go under. And that is the very problem 
that the yield curve is seeing, that's the very alarm siren that it's screaming at you, we are in the US economic endgame. And ultimately, the Fed is going to have to step in in order to provide financial stability. So that's all for today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this video a little bit more truncated than usual. But I wanted to get this out to you as soon as possible. So you can listen to all of it and digest it and know what's happening. Ultimately, we are entering the endgame of the cycle. I mean that in the truest sense of the word. So getting all this information to you in real time as it's happening is very important. And of course, if you want to get all this information in real time as it continues happening, subscribe to the Bitcoin layer right here so you never miss out. And if you're watching this on Twitter, you can follow me, of course, and follow at the Bitcoin layer to keep up to date on all things happening in global markets. That's all for today's video, guys. Thank you very much. Have a good one. The Bitcoin layer is brought to you by River. Purchase Bitcoin with no fees when you dollar cost average and know your assets are held in multi-sig cold storage with 100% full reserves. Plus, River has built their own infrastructure so they don't rely on third-party custodians. There's a new standard in Bitcoin and River is setting it. Get started at River by visiting river.com or clicking the link in the video description. The Bitcoin layer is brought to you by Passport. Passport is the Bitcoin hardware wallet that you already know how to use. The world's most intuitive Bitcoin wallet. It's designed just like a phone or a calculator so you will know how to use it the moment that you pick it up. Take your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your own hands in just a few minutes and experience the peace of mind that comes with taking your Bitcoin into your own hands. You can get one today at foundationdevices.com or clicking the link in the video description. That's all for today, everybody. Take care.